Back-to-back wins for the Bucks, seven in a row for Marquette, looking to make it eight tonight. Lori Nickel of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel covers all things sports and beyond. She joins us here in Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Happy Fat Tuesday, Lori. Or for me, just normal Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Were you in line at National Bakery at 5 a.m. to get a putski? Why didn't you send me? I totally would have talked to the mayor and, yeah, gotten all the, yeah, yeah, that was a great report. No, I was not there, but I'll go there now. It it is kind of like a networking event for local media, right? Every station's there, (laughs) radio, TV, it doesn't matter. I've had questions for the mayor about sports for a long time now, so I guess I better get down there. Yeah, there you go. Just hang out at a bakery. You'll you'll run into him right. on, uh, on Fad Tuesday. Hey, let's first talk about the Milwaukee Bucks because it's been an interesting week here, right? They make a trade. They come off that road trip where things aren't looking right. Now they have back-to-back wins. They've got a little bit of fusion of different talent. The the, the funniest thing to me that I've seen in the last week with the Bucks is on the day Robin Lopez was traded, right? You figure, well, he's gone from the team, right? Never to be seen again in Milwaukee. Well, no, the, the, the day after he's traded, he's actually sitting courtside reading a book before a game and eating popcorn. It's like it's just classic Robin Lopez. You you cover the Bucks. You're around the Lopez's. This seems very on brand. Totally. He's like that in the locker room all the time. You know, after a game, people will be celebrating or singing the music or stretching or playing with their kids and Robin's in the corner, you know, just totally reading a book, totally unaffected. I don't know why he did it courtside. Um, I hope to ask Brooke uh, about that. I'm going to actually do a story. The Lopez family is actually, they're all voracious readers, honestly. Like, they even have this whole literacy program um, and reading programs with the city of Milwaukee and stuff like that. So, But I don't know why he had to do it in the second row at the game. Like, he did it the whole game. I checked all the time. He never looked up. He never cheered for his brother. Nothing. Just reading nonstop. Yeah, very much on brand. I, if you would have brought his cat, that would, I guess, tip, tipped it over the top. But his cat doesn't get along with Brooke Lopez's cat. That's a different story for another time. Marquette going for eight in a row tonight, taking on Butler. That's the last game the Butler Bulldogs won against Marquette about uh, three weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. This has been a very interesting season for Shaka Smart's team, but he requires his players to be rather intelligent on and off the floor, doesn't he? He does. You know, it's not as simple as Shaka Smart telling his team, okay, be aggressive, go get steals. No, there's a analytics part of his game, and that is you have to get 32 deflections as a team per game, which is pretty much a deflection like every other possession in college basketball. That's pretty intense, but it changes the focus from a results-based type statistic into a performance-based initiating what kind of defense you want to play. And um, the, the Golden Eagles are achieving this. You know, they're a really, really top defensive team. And if you watch them and just watch how they play on defense, they gamble a little bit. They take calculated risks. They jump pass routes. And um, they cause a lot of deflections. And because of that, they are, I think, top 30, maybe top 25 in steals in the country. And they'll be taking on the Butler Bulldogs tonight. You can hear that game, of course, on 94.5 ESPN with coverage beginning at 5 o'clock. Lori, always good to check in. We'll talk to you again soon. It's great to see you. You as well. 6.55 on WTMJ.